I was abducted by Joseph Kony's terrorist militia, but even after I escaped, the terror and trauma followed me until Jesus changed my life. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with Onlay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There was no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, Onlay. Hi, this is Evangelist Anlay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show. And we're going to talk about real people who had real problems, but they found answers in a real God. And we have a special guest who grew up in Kenya. In our previous show, Okongo Samson, author of the new book, Abducted But Not Forsaken, told us about his horrific experience being abducted as a young boy by this militant group. And he shared of this humiliating experience of being gang raped and emotionally and physically abused until his mind broke. He submitted to them. He told us of how he lost all hope and that he just wanted to die. He talked about how he got set free by a miracle where he was like, you know what, I'm just going to try to escape and just die that way. And he ended up escaping. But then he told us about though he escaped physically, in his mind, the trauma was still there. And he was afraid of men. He was afraid of people, adults, because every time he saw it, it, he just reminded him of the trauma that he experienced being abducted by that camp. And today he's going to talk about how he got set free, specifically through Jesus. Okongo, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me to the show. Okongo, it really is an honor. I mean, Okongo, tell me, even though you were free, you weren't free. What kind of traumatic emotions were you going through from day to day? I had traumatic experience and fear and anxiety, depression and worry, fear of death, fear of man. And all those were living with me, even though physically I escaped from not only the Lord Resistant Army, but eventually also freed from the 14 countries that I was also thrown in prison as a result of sharing my story and the gospel. So I was living in fear of man, fear of punishment, fear of torture, fear of rape. All those were living with me. So even though I kept going to honor God's vision, which led me to even where I was, I was doing that in a dysfunctional way. I was Mm. just with so much pain, emotionally, mentally, physically. All I could think is, if I can do this to the point where I can die, the pain will go away. Oh, wow. So now I'm understanding, though, that even though you were told you couldn't become anything, you know, because of the trauma. And I remember in our last show, you mentioned that people were kind of like looking down at you because this had happened and you felt like you couldn't serve the Lord, but then you knew you had a call to serve God. And the reason why I want for you to share that is because there's so many people who have gone through trauma, Congo, and they feel like they can't serve the Lord. You know what I mean? Yes. So how did you get through to that? How did you know that you had a call to serve God, even though you felt like you couldn't? My situation, it wasn't the people who are not believers. It was people who are believers who said, you're not good enough. Oh, you didn't man. go to school. You know, you are young. God didn't prepare you, did not call you. It was not meant for you. It was basically the more legalistic approach. Mm. And so I felt like I was not good enough because I bought the light. When I get to the scripture, I came to realize that the people who really God used had the brokenness in their life. 
Yes. Some of them had done horrible things, like my hero, Paul. I yes. mean, he was a murderer, and so he did not deserve to do what he was doing. Yet God used him mm. greatly to write some powerful scripture that we can read to elevate us. But then God kept on saying, I want to use you to the uttermost part of the world. So I was battling with what man was telling me and woman was telling me, yeah. or what God is continuously telling me. So I had to obey God in my dysfunctional, in my unhealthiness, to continue serving. And that's what got me going. So it's an act of obedience, even though I didn't feel like it. Well, you know, and what's interesting is that it's not like you just went to prison one time. So like you're doing ministry, but then like these things kept happening, like your horrible experience in the terrorist camp. But then you also suffered many more being imprisoned in 15 different countries for sharing the gospel. It caused some pain and doubt inside of you, right? Always. You know, what got me into prison, some of them is what got me out of prison, you know, trusting in him. Wow. You know, some of the prison, God miraculously showed up in prison where I was singing praises and then I was released. <laughs> and so then I, I'll continue doing this because he never forsaken me. But then I learned about him even in prison. Wow. And then at the same time, I realized what have I to lose because if I can die, I'll go be with him. And then also the joy of seeing some people having hope, people whose lives have been messed up like I was, even though I was still struggling until God totally healed me. Mm. So that was also giving me hope that if I can continue to share my story and share God's story and can bring hope to someone, I would like to do that until I die. Wow. Now, Okonko, let me ask you a question. And I think this is what people are wondering. How did you get freedom from all that trauma in order to fulfill the calling that God has on your life? There was a process to that. And the first process was I needed healing because I came to realize I was poor emotionally, I was poor mentally, I was poor physically, I was poor in relationally, I didn't trust anyone. And then I came to a point where I read the scripture, Jesus came for the poor. You know, mm. often we think he came for the poor people hungry in Africa, but actually he came for the people who were emotionally poor and mentally poor as a result of the things that had happened to them and the things they did. Right. So I was poor in all those areas. I felt dirty because many people did not want to even shake my hand when I came from Uganda. They thought I was having HIV. And oh, that was man. the time HIV was coming. So I felt isolated, abandoned, and not belonging. But then I came to realize Jesus came for the poor, and that fit me very well. So then I started trusting in him and reading and started to dig the scripture. How can I receive healing? Because I spoke about people who had received their miraculous healing in the Bible. And so then that's when God led me to start replacing the lie I had about myself as a result of what people said about me, what I thought about myself what the church has told me about and what the evil one had done to me, I mm. replaced them with God's truth from his word. Wow. Then that led me to a place where to get out of the hook of my pain, I needed to forgive the people who did wrong to me. Oh man. And forgive myself. I didn't even ask God because along the line, I got angry at God and I doubted God. I just questioned God about everything. So yeah. I had to seek forgiveness from him because he has rescued me, has given me life, even though I was in pain, but I was still angry at him. Right. And so I had to go through this process of forgiveness 
to bring my healing. And wow. the, the scripture talks about all that. So I had to even make a trip to meet some of the people who had tortured me, except the Lord resistant army as they are hiding somewhere in the forest of Congo and Sudan. Yeah. And God never led me to go there because they don't have a structure, so to say, yeah. and they are still dangerous. But I ended up going to Iraq, Somalia, Egypt, the places I was put in prison as a result of sharing the gospel. And actually forgave the people who uh, hurt me. Some of them accepted, some of them did not. Some of them I didn't meet them because they passed on. But the power of forgiveness, uh, when I had men who walk with me through this biblical prayer healing to realize the power of healing through forgiveness is what restored my life to receive freedom and joy I have that I continue to travel all over the world to see people enjoy this healing through the power of forgiveness. You know, Okanko, what I really love about that is because you wouldn't think that, you know, you don't ever hear that. It's like, you want to heal? Start forgiving. See, people think that, well, if I talk about it or if I go to a counselor, which those things are good, Uh you know, or if I get revenge, then the healing will come. So many people think that when revenge comes, then the healing will come. But the truth is, healing comes when forgiveness comes. And so, for those of you who are dealing with trauma from the past, this is very hard to do. Your healing is wrapped up in forgiveness. And you're going to need the power of God to arrive at that level of healing to be able to do that and to get that in your life. Okongo, we're out of time today, but thank you so much for being on our show and sharing this amazing story and just, gosh, being vulnerable and just sharing the truth of what happened. Thank you so much for having me. And you are right, the way you shared it, I learned the power of forgiveness because forgiveness was for me, not for them. And it brought healing and the healing for me. Amen. Now, everybody, you can read so much more in Okongo's book called Abducted But Not Forsaken. It's available at Unite, the number four, Africa.org, or you can find it on Amazon. Okongo, thanks so much for being on our show. Thank you so much for having me in the show. Hey, I want to talk to you more about this right after the break. Real life is made possible this week with the help of On Fire Merchant Services and our Awakening the Nation's monthly giving partners. If you own your own business taking Visa and MasterCard, call and get a quote from On Fire Merchant Services. On Fire Merchant Services is on fire to serve you. Look them up at onfiremerchantservices.com or call them at 877-333-6682. That's onfiremerchantservices.com or 877-333-6682. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show where we're going to go deeper on what you just heard. What do you think about this? Honestly, I can really relate where he really felt unworthy to be able to serve God. He didn't feel like he could do it. You know, that brings a question because he felt like because he was defiled from his past and, you know, that maybe he made a mistake and he ended up in this situation, he felt humiliated. But is God really looking for those who already appear perfect or is he looking for something else? 
Let's contemplate this question. If he were looking for someone better than you, someone more qualified, then who would get the credit? Isn't the Lord the one who told Apostle Paul this very thing in 2 Corinthians 12, 9? And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you and my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. You see, God is looking to come and replace your weakness with himself. He's looking to come and change your broken parts and make you whole so that you can serve him. Not so that you get the glory and credit, but so that he gets the glory. But can he fix your past? Can he heal you to the point where you're truly free from all the damage that happened in your past? Yes. In Psalms 147, verse 3, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Truly, God will heal your broken heart. He will bind up your wounds. And why? So you can run from again. He will be with you. He'll draw near to you if you let him in. Lord Jesus, we take a moment and we let you in to our lives, Lord God. The traumas, our weaknesses, Lord God, oftentimes we feel because of things that have happened to us or things that have been done to us or things that we even did, we feel like we're too weak to serve you, God. We're too weak. We're not worthy, O Lord. And you know what? We're not worthy. Lord Jesus, your scripture says that you already know that and that you sent your one and only son to make us worthy because you are worthy, O Lord. Jesus, we receive you. We receive the healing for our broken hearts. We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony and I know your life was touched. If you want to know more about us or to make a tax-deductible donation, please check us out at AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. See you next time.